This is Jim, and welcome to Second Chance Moped Podcast. Yeah, and I ended up just selling it. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Second Chance Moped Podcast. We're here. We're back. We're in the basement. It's hotter than hell in Minnesota because the fall doesn't exist. It's gonna go into like, it's gonna end up going to like um freaking thirty two degrees in like six weeks and like two weeks. I know it. Uh we got my guests already on the line. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself, good sir? What's up, Manny? Uh, hot and ready, Chicago. You're not supposed to announce your club anymore because you're retired. You know, you gotta sell all your bikes because you're not retired. You're emeritus. I still, I need to. You know, what? I emeritus. like to think. Yes, um, America. What? No, um, America. <laughs> I need to actually look up what that actually means because I'm lazy and I don't care that much. <laughs> in moped army turns or in general in general like what's the real meaning of the word like emeritus like oh my god so i, I i'm probably wrong and i hate to misspeak on things so i'll google it as we're going but Dude, my understanding great. was that it was like giving uh like just giving like i don't know uh, uh some sort of like a, a credit for a long-standing like yeah uh, it was like uh, you know what i'm butchering it i'm not even no it was like clubs like (laughs) from my understanding it was like 10 plus years that retired yeah in moped army terms it's 10 plus years of being like an active club yeah and it's weird because like did clubs retroactively become emeritus like i just wonder these weird things in my life so Um, okay so it says in office especially in a college professor having retired but allowed to retain their title as an honor so like I guess it means that like we're still, you know, we did ten plus years for MA, so we're still because we're 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 retired. But I've looked at some of the other retired clubs, and like there's other ones that are still like kind of active. Like mm-hmm. there's if you go under MA and you go under like active club, emeritus, and then just retired, mm-hmm. we're in emeritus, not retired. Mm-hmm. So like we're like in the I don't know the gray area limbo. You guys are like, what is that? I'm Catholic. I'm trying to think what the fuck's that called? <laughs> like. It's not where you you're not in heaven or hell, but you're in uh fuck. I know We're Sister Mary like Sister Mary Donald's <laughs> gonna fucking haunt me now, I swear to god, dude. Um like it's We're uh, in purgatory, man. There you go, you're purgatory. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, Manny. Um <laughs> like but do you guys get voting rights or not? Like I'm confused. I- I don't know. I, I I will. The next voting cycle you, is. You're not up a very good retired MA member, Manny. I'm just. So saying, I don't know. Like, <laughs> well, but, hey, uh, we, to be fair, we were barely good members towards the end, anyway. So, <laughs> 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 right on. Okay. Um, <clears throat> everybody knows the format, but now I like to get to know people. I like to hear the moped story, and so we're just gonna get into it, Manny. What happened? What it was like? What it's like today? So many. Why don't you go ahead and tell me? It was the very first time you ever saw a moped not necessarily getting on but you can conceptually remember that was a moped oh so um in chicago like there's like a good at least in the like late 2000s early you know 2010 and stuff there was a good like subculture of like we'll call it like blog house and like indie dance djs mm-hmm. and um i used to be really into fixie bikes and okay. one of my buddies, who was actually an old hot and ready, he was at the rally for a little bit on Friday. Uh, Benjamin, Benji, um, he was into fixies also. And then I was like, used to be stoked to ride with him. And then one day he pulls up to the bar and he's on a Motron, the Motron that he was trying to ride at the rally. Like, I was like, what the fuck is that, dude? He's like, 
oh, it's a moped, bro. It's got pedals. He's like, I don't do fixies anymore. I mean, like in sort of it, like if you know him, that's just how he sounds. But it wasn't like in a condescending way. But it was no, like, no, no. you could tell he was fucking stoked on it. And I saw him just like he had long hair at the time. So he, you see him just ripping down Milwaukee. Like I'd see him like, oh, shit. And then it's kind of started catching my eye. And uh, I had another friend who was into mopeds and he used to hang out with a lot of the like old petty cash. And there was this Chicago club called murder club. Mm-hmm. And it was mostly like, a, like the uh, Hollywood Holt, Nigel, the throw on a kid, throw a kid on it song. Like that was him, you know, like that, that was that club. So, um, you know, that was what kind of, I started seeing them more at the bars and like a couple of my friends had them. And I was like, all right, I think I got to fucking get one. And, uh, yeah, I started, I was like, what do they go for? What do they run? Like, and at the time you could still scoop a full bike for like 200, 250, 300 bucks, you know, which in Chicago, I mean, that still might be insane to some folks for like a maxi or something, but Mm -hmm. yeah, I got my first free spirit from, um, this other hot and ready cactus deck when the castle was still around. Uh, I got it for 300 bucks, fucking bone stock, bone stock, uh, free spirit. Dude, that's not bad. Now, I, I got to know a little uh, Chicago culture. What was a bigger song for uh, mopeds in Chicago? Was it uh, Throw a Kid on It or was it Rise Against? Because, like, I actually did shows with Rise Against, a metal band. They they're, they were opening, like, they are on the same tour cycle with them for about two months, I think it was. I forget, like, there's a few different new new metal bands on that but like my question is what was bigger like throw a kid on it or like that one song that like all the mopeds were on because i never Definitely. saw their videos i never saw their videos until like a month ago i'm like what there's like mopeds in this video yeah i can only speak to like me personally definitely throw a kid on it at the time when it was was like the anthem you know mm-hmm. and i mean there's a lot of it's crazy because if uh you know like about that scene like kurt from kurt and josh from flostradamus were like in petty cash and they were like in that video and like they were talking about warbucks and like i mean that song definitely has like you know it was an anthem for sure but like as i was i felt like that was like 2007 maybe 2008 but it was still going around when i was getting into moped so mm-hmm. Dude, i didn't know there a was t- a rise against moped song or something so that that answers that for me. I suppose. <laughs> I'll send it to you. And like, I, I give those guys some shit. Like it's a sound I enjoy, but they're kind of very ACDC is there where they all, they have a sound. Is that the they, band you were talking about in the, in the syndicates where you couldn't think of a Chicago band? And yes. Like, There's a Chicago band. I couldn't think of it. I took yeah. notes on that, on that <laughs> podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, was, I, I, I want to know what you were talking about. It dude. was Rise Against, dude. I'll, I'll link you. Okay. It's, it's a cool okay. video. And like, no, I know the band. Yeah. 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 Like, and I dig it, dude. It's like my sound. So, um, angry metal. What can I say? But mm. so you got the bike, you're rolling. Is it, are you just keeping it stock or like you bumping into people in the scene or like who's like helping you? Cause like, is this the time where Petty Cash is starting to die and the castle is starting to rise with, uh, hot and ready's or what yeah so this is like i mean there's layers to it because like chicago even though it's a big city it's still everybody kind of knows each other through Mm -hmm. one way or another like some of the people that you'd be like how the fuck do you know that person and be like well through this weird way of like djing and throwing parties and events and like 
they ride mopeds and then yeah it's this weird like circle like small circle i guess in a big city and um i started to realize like more and more people that like djs all had like mopeds because there was a bunch of people living in chicago like johnny walker from acr was living here and he was djing like this really cool uh bar it was called bonnie's it's not there anymore uh now it's something else it's called the native now but yeah he used to throw this really awesome party there and it was like he would always like have a moped and then like mikey rosario and roberto from like petty cash were like uh i had knew them from around oh sorry it's gonna keep going dark because my garage light you need to be like yeah it's motion sensor um but yeah so i i just started seeing more more people around and i had this bike and I didn't know any, and the moped shop was probably like, it was about, it was about to open. It hadn't officially opened. Like Warbucks had closed and Will was about to open moped, the moped shop. Um, it was like just about to happen. So I went to the petty cash garage cause I knew Mikey and Johnny and I was like, Hey, and they introduced me to Travis and Roberto and Jojo and all the old like petty cash. And it's funny because it reminds me of what, hot and ready is, is kind of like now you could tell that it was like they're at the end you know they're like they would always have all their bikes and i was like oh shit you guys have all these bikes and stuff and they're like yeah but we don't ride them we just come <laughs> here work on bikes and then that's it <laughs> like yeah dude uh so they helped but roberto and, and mikey and travis helped me fix up my my first bike my first moped and that's but it was tra- all stock that's a trap that we all definitely can fall into because like the longest day in the mopeds the more bikes you collect, the more bikes you collect means the more work you have to do to them. The more work you have, it's this vicious cycle that I can find myself falling into. And like, I make myself out, get out and ride at least three, four times a week, just cause otherwise I'll just sit there and work and cause there's always work to do on bikes. You know what I'm saying? Like, Oh yeah. That's why I went to go take the ride right now to, uh, to go meet up with the guys. I mean, mm-hmm. I may not ride, you know, but they were all there on Tuesdays, and I was like, I I literally spent the last three hours putting back together this McAfee that I rebuilt, and um, I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna go rip it and see how it does, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was supposed to be a loner bike for the rally, but yeah, you know, I mean, it's good to just hop on and go. Sometimes my garage is I don't live near my garage, so you know, it is kind of a hassle for me to like go to the garage, park my car, hop on a bike, go ride, and then go mm-hmm. back. I I really did wish I had a garage in my place like I used to, so. But, you know, hey, I, I shouldn't be complaining. I got a garage, right? Exactly, dude. Like, and that just gives me even less of an excuse because, like, my garage is, like, 10 feet out my back door. It's <laughs> like, but I can find it. Don't worry. Um, so, you guys, so you're hanging around a bit. Like, you're, ta- you're talking to the old petty cash guys. You're seeing they're kind of dying out. How'd you, how did you kind of really get in with the Hot and Ready crew? Or, like, had you even, like, other than – um petty cash and Merc club like had you gotten out uh into the outside culture of mopeds yet at this point i had no idea that it was a thing i was so i mean at the time i just like dj'd and threw parties so like i was always riding my fucking stock ass uh free spirit just gig to gig all it had on it was a boss pipe and that was it like i didn't do anything to it i just cleaned the carb like uh did some wiring and that was it going whatever 29 or 30 miles an hour up and down the streets like just gig <laughs> to gig but it quarter kicked every time that was the most reliable bike i ever had yeah but i had no stock. idea that there was yeah i had no <laughs> idea there was like a subculture you know and it wasn't until even after i mean 
even after the, you know, so Petty Cash at this point is getting ready for their retirement rally. And I just mm-hmm. used to show up to the garage. That was kind of it. Like always showing up to their garage to hang out on Wednesdays or always showing up to the shop. When they finally did open the shop, uh, I would show up and buy stuff from the shop, like, you know, whatever oil, oil tubes, uh, you know, and then I started changing some of the stuff on my bike, the bars and the grips and things like that. Um, and then I kind of was just like a shop rat. Will was always awesome, man. Always just a cool guy. And like, you know, I, I love supporting like small businesses. So I was like, mm-hmm. and then at the time, man, they were throwing some awesome rides. Like we're talking like, I mean, they'd always have pizza. The shop would close. They'd lock up all the bikes and then everybody would just jump on and they'd have like just huge, you know, huge rides. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, that was when I realized that I was riding a stock bike and I was getting absolutely smoked. Like I was on the slope <laughs> head for sure. And they would do the, and it was, I'd keep up until we d- would do the Batman ride and I'd get mm-hmm. right before we hit the tunnels or like on Columbus and everybody would blast it and I'd have to be waiting for me. So that was kind of <laughs> when I would show up to the rides and hang out, but like not really go on the rides anymore. Yeah. I was like, oh, I got the slope head. Yeah. And then, Bye, guys. And then I got the itch. I'll go ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right on. But then I was oh. like, I'm going to try and build another bike. So Chris Stewart, who was also uh, Petty Cash, he does all those grid life festivals now. Uh, he was like, hey, dude, if you want another bike, I think I got a maxi in my garage you could have for like Jeep. And he sold it to me for like, 250 bucks and it was like a z8 two horsepower one yeah Mm -hmm. he's like 250 bucks and then that was the first bike i started like kind of wrenching on and it got stolen in a z8 yeah like oh it got stolen yeah by some like jawa junkers you know like those guys that like you know like i call them jawas from star wars but they just like (laughs) the scrap metal guys yeah yeah. they just come around because i had it locked up to a pole and i left it overnight in front of my place for two nights in a row, which was kind of a no-no. And I went back the next day and all I could see was like some metal shavings and the U-lock was still there because I locked it through the spokes and through the oh. shock. So they must have cut the shocks and cut, or like cut, taken off the shocks and cut the spokes to just take the bike. So like, they probably that's... took it for scrap metal, you know? I'm like, yeah, that's they, got, they got like five bucks in scrap, if that. It's mm-hmm. like, <sighs> damn it, dude, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> But that was the first bike I got to like work on, work on, you know, but I, it was still at that point, it was pretty foreign to me. Yeah. And ZAs can get interesting. It's a, it's a dark art. I choose not to engage in yet. <laughs> um, oh shit. I'm yawning. I'm cause I'm a really good host people. Um, <laughs> so when you said you started wrenching on the ZA, what stuff did you do to it? Cause like, I am dumb when it comes to ZAs. Actually, I'm dumb when it comes to mopeds. Cause like, yeah. After my weekend, I couldn't so, get a fucking Hobbit to run. So, yeah. So, I'm one of those people that, like, I might not be able to figure it out by messing with it. But if somebody shows me how once, then I can, I'll remember it. Mm-hmm. So, what was I remembered what was wrong with my bike. And, I mean, they were like that, too. They were like, yo, fucking fix it, dude. Like, go, go fix it. Like, just try. I was like, okay. They showed me how to fix what was wrong with my other bike, like cleaning the carb and just adjusting. It was a big. So, like, just going through like i basically just did everything they did so it had a stock pipe i took the stock pipe off it and i threw a a boss pipe on it i checked Mm -hmm. the gaskets i cleaned the carb i they showed me how to check for spark you know so i'm like there with the spark plug and that was when i realized i was like it didn't have spark 
And I was like, all right, I did as far as you guys have told me, I don't know how to do it anymore. Yeah, yeah. And uh yeah, they it's funny, dude, now because at the time the the moped shop was like just getting open and like, you know, they would still order from treats because they were just kind of like old school like that. You know, they're used to doing their like weekly or bi weekly treats orders for whatever they needed, but mm-hmm. it's like whoever's bikes were at the garage that i don't know maybe wasn't paying rent they were like rent's due bro and they take a piece off it so they started yanking staters off and like <laughs> getting me whatever we need to like try be like ah he hasn't been around in a while they're like rent's due homie boom <laughs> take, a, <laughs> take a stater off so yeah i i did the extent of what i could do and then they they helped me past mm-hmm. that you know but even still my knowledge was i mean i still don't really know how to like work on bikes you know like i could build a bike but might not run dude, the best but you know yeah, but dude like you 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 do a lot and know some people who really claim they know how to work on bikes they don't um and i'm not one of them i'm not claiming i know how to work on bikes i can i can luck into some speed now and again um so when that za you got it running like how was that how was that two speed for you like was that kind of weird at first and like the whole did your and did it actually shift or did you have to blip the throttle no, it shifted, but it was something was wrong with it. It was actually, I, I, it could have been now that I think about it now, at the time I had no idea, but at the time, like I, I, it was, I mean, it was nothing to me, you know, all I could, all I could compare it to was my other bike that I had, which I ended up blowing up. I threw a kit on that one and it exploded instantly. So then I defaulted to the, the other maxi. Um, and it was running slower than my other bike. And now that I think about it, you know, the timing could have been off or it just wasn't like the clutch could have been going because it wasn't getting up the way that the other one was. And the other one wasn't, it was just a regular E50 and this one was a DA. So like, it, it, it shouldn't have been running slower and it was a two uh, horsepower one. So it shouldn't have been running slower than my other bike was. But no, I mean, it would, I, I didn't even have it for that long, to be honest. It had literally yeah. got stolen maybe like, two months after i finally got it running <laughs> oh dude that's such yeah. A, yeah it's such a bummer um so you got that bike stolen uh you're you're hanging out at mo it was is it moped at this point or that was at the now okay. now it's open now the shop's open it's yep. called moped um yep. and yeah it just was kind of being a shop rat you know and just hanging around and then that was you know i'd go there just to you know just chop it up with will and stuff and uh i mean a, a lot of those folks would come out and stuff to the bars. I mean, the Chicago set, I said, is a very small team. So Mm -hmm. run into these dudes around and leading up to the um, Petty Cash Retirement Rally, they did a lot of Two Stroke Tuesday events. Mm -hmm. And it would be like a ride followed by the end at this bar called Five Star. And they would have a raffle. They would have, they did like a scavenger hunt and a race. Dude, they used to do some really cool stuff. I mean, they had shirts for like, which I have one still, but it's all, it's too small and someone messed it up. But yeah, man, they were, and then we just run in and that's how I started meeting everybody. Like, I was like, oh shit, there's like, I remember at one point there was like, we're at Five Star and they did a, uh, this is the first time I met Tony and he was on that blue, whatever, that 103 or whatever that bike is that, that he has. And they were okay. doing that scavenger hunt and I just remember, I think he won. I, ha- I still have to ask him about this because I don't even know if he remembers maybe, but he was one of the first people that came back. And I can't remember if he got lost or if it's because he won. But they were like <laughs> raffling off like a new Tomos. 
I mean, they were doing some really awesome stuff, man. And then that was mm-hmm. how I started to meet everybody uh, little by little. And then, yeah, man, I mean, Will would just, we just, Will and I just got really close and Elise too. And they're just like, mm-hmm. hey man, like we, we'd be, I, I was at the time I was working in the bar industry and stuff and they'd just come over they're like, mm-hmm. yo, what are you guys up to? I don't know, we're just hanging out, come over. And they'd all, you know, come by my place or we'd go hang out at Andy's place or we'd just all be hanging out kind of late. So that was how we, we started getting out there with the light again. <laughs> <laughs> that was how, uh, that was how we started getting close, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you guys are hanging out. Uh, I'm assuming, uh, hot and ready's have formed by now. Um, oh yeah. Hot and ready's was start about the uh, hot and ready's had started in 2010. Yep. Um, and officially, Oh, they probably had started before that because I mean, you know, it takes a while to get to be MA official, but they are officially, you know, MA 2010. But mm-hmm. yeah, by then, I mean, um, I, I had been to the castle a couple of times. I mean, the, the dudes who helped me put my, my uh, kit on my first bike was uh, Benji, uh, Daniel, and uh, Wes. I mean, they were all at the, at the rally, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and they helped me put my kit on the first bike, and that was around 2010. So. Right on. Uh, tell me, like, one story, and it holds very fond in his heart. Uh, Jay Kane will talk <laughs> about the Petty Crash Rally all the time. Uh, not all the time, but like he, he brings it up because it's his first rally. Sounds like it was your first rally too. Technically it was uh, mine too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was that like, dude? Like, I just hear like, you know, it was a fucking killer deal with a hotel and you know, all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, so I, like I said, I was working in the industry at the time. So weekends for a long time, weekends were just off limit for me uh, yeah, because I, I had to work every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you know, from seven until two in the morning. So, mm-hmm. you know, that was kind of why it wound up with my schedule sometimes where I'd link up with the other guys after work, but trying to do anything during those hours, it was not happening. Yeah. Um, you know, so I tried to make it to, I went on the ride actually, um, I went on the ride and then I um, tried to make it to the bar. I didn't get to experience that much of the rally. I think where my mind was blown was when the guys were like, hey, meet up at the garage before the rally. And I think it was Saturday during the day and I had to go to work. So I was like, yo, I'll meet up with you guys. They're like, yeah, come by. So I went to the garage and then we rode to the rally. And then that was when it was leaving. And I was like, holy shit, where'd all these people come from? Like, <laughs> I, I was like, I had no idea, you know? And there had been, like, some other smaller things around the city, like the Logan Lines guys had did something a little bit smaller, too. So, you know, but that was the most people, most mopeds that I had ever seen. Oh, yeah. Like, anytime you get in a major city um, and there's a rally, like, it just, people get, fl- people flock to it. And, like, Sacramento blew my mind, dude, because, like, you and jump around a bit like you you've seen the instagram stuff like that rollout video was cool like i did not like i had my i thought it would be like i i didn't think it'd be that big dude like i really didn't i saw him like dude i'm fucking wrong again whatever like yeah um i think if you plan it right if you plan it right and you make it i mean it's just like anything that you're gonna do right like it's not just like hey we're having a rally like come through you know like I think, especially if it's far, you know, like you want holiday people like, Yo, weekend this helps. is going to be tight. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. 
like, yo, this is going to be tight. Like we want everyone to go like making promo videos. And mm -hmm. I was actually listening to, um, the other, the Moped Monday podcast too. So I listened to all your episodes and I was in the garage wrenching and I was like, man, it's been a minute since I listened to Biggie's podcast. I wonder if he had even done anything. So I listened to his and he was talking with, I think a guy named Nick and they were doing like, it was a rally preview maybe, or, yeah. or not the rally recap. Cause it obviously just happened, but yeah, they said they had like 200, uh, pre-registration. And that's, that's insane. Nuts. Cause that's we awesome. had a hundred for hot and ready. So imagine like what that yeah. was, you know, dude. And that, yeah, that's awesome. And I'm so happy. And you know, it sounds like everybody had a rad time. Uh, Graham from the syndicates, uh, who was at your rally missed his flight home to Colorado. So, um, Oh, dang. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's one nervous thing about flying all the time, dude. I'm three hours early to the airport, <laughs> um, two, three hours, I've missed but it. yeah, dude, I've missed flights. It sucks. Yep. Yep. That's, uh, and I'm too cheap to like have to pay for another flight. So whatever. Oh. Dude, uh, that, I had that happen once. It's like, it was like a, almost $1,000 for just a oof. one day. Yeah, dude. Yeah, like, that sucks. Um, I almost missed my flight coming home from Upjet uh, because I had gotten, and I'm a sober guy, so I had gotten three hours of sleep, maybe Wait, four. You, that you're whole sober? Fuck, fuck nah. Uh, like, <laughs> uh, I, one thing I can say that after listening to a good chunk of your podcast is that you do mention it once or twice. But Once or twice. Nah. Well, like, once I always have to preference it because, like, times. because I got four hours of fucking sleep that whole weekend. And like, it was rough. Probably and I, I was like, yeah, my, yeah. Uh, my garage mate just rolled into the garage right now. Right on, dude. Um, yeah. But I was, I was pacing around the, the terminal, like, cause I was afraid if I sat down, I'd fall asleep. I don't remember the flight home. Um, I got in my seat and freaking just went to sleep. But so you're in petty cat or you do, you do the thing, petty cash rally. Um, so how long are you hanging around? How long is it taking you to get to be in hot and ready? It's like, when's the first time you get to your first outside rally? Cause I get it, dude. Like if you're in the service industry, like I was a doorman for like a couple of years on and off at different clubs around Minnesota. Like, dude, you, you're right. You have no life. Like it's, you know, you get to, you get to the bar at like six, maybe five. And like, you're gone at maybe three. Like, it's just, it's a, different life dude yeah um so actually my first rally which is funny that it's coming up this my first like out-of-state rally was uh the zeros the zeros mm -hmm. uh um their last rally five years ago okay so yeah that was my first like out-of-state rally um the wrong rally fuck wrong rally fuck face that one that sounds about right with andy and them um mm -hmm. So, well, I mean, it's weird because you guys in big cities, I've come to understand this more and more. It's such a moped nucleus that like people don't necessarily travel outside because like guys in New York don't travel that much. Guys in Chicago, like just kind of what I've seen. I'm few do, but like for the most part, people don't travel that much. What was that like just getting to other places riding? And like, I've, I mean, I saw you at Black Pipes. I mean, let's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I still get out, you know, and uh, I think for me, the thing was like, I I didn't see a reason to leave. Like, I mean, I was still, you know, I was out of mopeds for maybe like, but I was still hanging out with, uh, I was still hanging out with 
you know, Will and Elise and everybody from maybe like 2012, 2013 till like, I think I got, and it, cause my bike got stolen and my other one was broken. I don't think I got back into mopeds till like 2015. I took like okay. a little break. Um, and Will, we hung out so much that he's like, come on, get that bike running, get that bike running. And I'm like, oh yeah, whatever. And I didn't have a garage. I didn't have the space. I just had, my son was just born. So mm. I had no time to myself. But then like I was working in the industry and I had all this money and I was like, yo, I could just like, I would just take the bikes to Will in the beginning and be like, I'd take him bikes in parts in pieces and be like, <laughs> yo, put it back together and charge me. And he, I mean, that's the dope thing about having a moped shop. I'm not yep. even going to front and pretend like, yo, I built all my bikes from the ground up. Like I totally didn't like straight up. I was like, Hey, well, I got it this far. I need you to take it the rest of the way, yep. you know? And that's the, I mean, I feel like everybody wins. You pay the moped shop money. They, yeah. you know, uh, are in business. I get, you know, reliable work. Like it was, it was a win-win. And then after riding so much, cause at that point I had completely rebuilt my free spirit from the ground up, like mm -hmm. everything, like case match, like powdered wheels, uh, nice. 70cc trees kit, BM18, like a new stuffy crank. Like I bought every new part on that thing. So I eventually I was like, yeah, I kind of want to go out. I kind of want to go ride and will and, and will it was Will's idea. Like, Cause that's, that's the fun thing about rallies in my opinion, is that like, especially if, you know, if you want to go do it on your own, that's cool. But especially when you have a club that like our friends that are like, Hey, we're going here. We all go as a gang, you know, like we all go together. That's what makes it even more fun because I probably still, if it wasn't for Will being like, yo, we're going, it's going to be awesome. And we went, we just, me, him, Elise and uh little Cruz. Uh, I don't think he was a prospect yet at the time that I'd like just got my patch. So yeah, we went and that's what makes it fun, you know? And that, and that was like something that opened my eyes too. It was like, Oh shit. Like we met a bunch of people. There's a bunch of people that I met at that rally, obviously Andy and zeros. Mm -hmm. Um, but like, there's a bunch of people that I met at that rally that, I mean, I talked to a lot and like friends with a lot. That was where I met, you know, a lot of the ghost riders and, you know, just people that was like, Oh, some moped gang, like, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's what and then and then that was when I was like, all right, I'm gonna start doing this on my own. And then we just kind of started going on our own. Yeah. And that's that's also the cool thing. You start going to some of these all state rallies, like exactly what you said, and we've reiterated this time and time again. You get to see the friends you only see three, four times a year, and you get to act like friends that only see each other three, four times a year. Like I mean, Mars at your rally didn't bring a moped. I mean, he just, yeah. he was just, dude, it's side mission weekend. And like, after my bike kept breaking, I'm like, dude, side mission weekend, you know, whatever. And that's, yeah. you don't have to, um, you don't even have to bring a bike to a rally. And that's, I am lucky that I know enough people and have good enough moped friends that like, we just go to hang out and like, I'm bringing a moped, obviously to the zeros rally this coming weekend and maybe an extra throttle cable. Cause I'm still not. <laughs> it still has me baffled why that happened, but yeah. um, but dude, no, it doesn't. I wasn't meant to ride in Chicago that weekend. I'm <laughs> like, that's all it was. Um, well, you got to see some of it. I got to see right before we went down to Lower Wacker. Like that's yeah. like I was pretty close to it, and like I, I, uh, Nina, I'm sorry, I did not try to kill you when I bought that light up balloon because um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, um. But no, and it was great seeing yeah. Cowboy, 
Cowboy and Rosanna. He, uh, I, like on that note, I had some notes, dude. This is how much of a dork I am. I made dude. notes of like talking points from your other podcast about yeah, yeah. the other rally, about our rally, and yeah. you were talking about like you're like I don't know where we went for the Batman ride. So the pe- just to the, even all the people that went or the people that don't know what the Batman ride is in Chicago, they I don't know why they call it the Batman ride, but I assume it's because those tunnels were actually the ones that were used in the Batman movie. Yep. Um, so that's that's part of it. But then you said that you went under a stadium. You guys went under McCormick Place. That's where you went under. And then you wound up at that like the edge, like that lookout, which is yep. the planetarium. And Beautiful. Like, it's like just the edge of like the planetarium and like sort of you're like just a few blocks away from Soldier Field. So mm-hmm. it's like you come out under McCormick Place and then you ride out to like what the is edge, McCormick is, like, Place? It's a big venue. It's where they have the auto show every year. Okay. Um, it's just a massive, massive, massive venue in Chicago. Like, I mean, honestly, I can't think of any. There's other stuff that goes on there. <laughs> I can't think of what. I, the only thing I know is the auto show. But there's yeah. other. They have big trade shows. That's why there's all those hotels and stuff around there. But like, yeah. Like Minneapolis has a shittier version called the Minneapolis Convention Center, and they have like mm-hmm. the Minneapolis Auto Show, and like. Trust me. I mean, it's very scaled down. So, like, I know what kind of building you're talking about. Um, but, yeah, dude, that was beautiful. I think Alturo led that ride. At least I saw him yeah. on a lot of it. Yeah. He did a, he did a great job. Um, dude, I, I got to take this moment to say thank you so much to I, – I can't say enough thank yous to that rally, but, like, there's stuff that I really want to hammer home. Um, the thank yous to Arturo and, uh, and Anthony and the worst guys for, like, taking like leading those rides i mean they do it all day you know or every week you know and they have been for for a long time and like as someone who was i can't do everything you know and i I, even listening to some of the other podcasts i was listening to the moped one or the zeros one and anybody that planned the rally which i was never a part of that that now i can say that i am (laughs) it sucks and you want to do everything but you can't man you can't do everything and like Somebody has uh, to be the parent. Somebody has to make sure yeah, shit's getting done, dude. I get exactly. It. You know, and and that was the thing is like we, it, it was Elisa's done it, and everybody's done it before. I just mm-hmm. this was my turn, you know, and that was the 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 guys, I guess, for the hey, if we're gonna do a rally, like let's you got to take the reins on this one, and everybody's done it at one point. Will's done it, Kaladi's done it, Elisa's done it. You know, all the guys in the beginning have done it, so. Yeah, uh, thanks again to for for those guys, and they know the ride routes. I mean, because they do them all the time. So it was really awesome for those guys to do them and just like have it in their back pocket and know know what makes it fun. Like I've seen those pictures of everybody rolling up Columbus, where like mm-hmm. uh, I was, they're posting it on their stories, and like you could see like the Prudential Building and like see like you know we had spoken about this in the preview, but like that's a that's a nice ride, man. That's a beautiful night ride. And I'm glad mm-hmm. that so many people got to experience it. And I can say this, like I heard from like Alex from mosquito fleet, uh, Graham, uh, the Clark brothers, like they all just loved it. Like that whole, and like, I didn't get it. Cause like I saw it was going to be 45 miles and like, I'm like, dude, that's it. No, it oh, takes all. About Saturday, it, no. I'm talking about Saturday. It takes yeah. four. It takes all fucking day to do 45 miles in Chicago. I didn't. Yes. I'm. I'm a. I'm a kid from a small town, so 45 miles is not that. Yeah, it takes all yeah. damn day. 
so I've done a lot of rallies and like, I've seen everything. I've seen city rallies. I've seen, you know, I've seen the rallies here in Chicago. I've seen rallies, you know, in backwoods, Michigan, you know, where, oh my God, we're going to do 70, 80 miles. And it's like, yeah, but you're on some stretches of road for a long time with no stoplights and you guys are just cruising and it kind of goes. So I was trying to figure out actually, so I planned the whole ride route. I mean, I obviously did the majority of this stuff for the rally, but I planned the ride route. Like I was on Google maps. Like, I mean, Andy actually, Andy from zeros helped me out. Cause I was like, yo, what do you use? Cause I remember at their last rally, they had like a Google, like a link that showed everything. And I was trying to figure out what would be the most like efficient way in case anybody gets lost or whatever. And also trying to keep chase like going, but like after I'm like, what's a good median, you know, I'm like 70 to 80, 70 miles plus is a long ride. I'm like, mm-hmm. we don't want it to be a short ride, but I also know that going down Irving and going down some of these big streets with stoplights, if they don't catch them, they're going to be a while. So mm-hmm. I was like, after I did everything and measured it out and I, measured it like you know stop by stop and like what the miles were i was like 40 is gonna be good man there's gonna be the beginning is gonna be open and ripping and people are gonna be happy and then depending on how they catch stoplights on the way back you know we'll see going down irving and then coming down i planned a different route but i at that point i was like hey man i tried to touch base with them about like what we were going to do for the route and anthony had a lot going on arturo's a firefighter so sometimes he's available like, I didn't even know who was actually going to be leading it from them. But I was like, hey, look, it's your thing, man. This is what I planned out. You guys tell me if that's cool or not. Let me know. And they were like, no, this looks good. You know, I mean, I mapped it out for everybody. And then they were just like, no, this looks good. I can tell that they deviated from the route that I had planned on the way back because I saw <laughs> they wound up on Michigan Avenue. And I was like, holy shit, they were on Michigan Avenue. And then I was listening to the – with. uh uh homie from the syndicates and he's yeah. talking about uh uh we were they were lane splitting and i was just like oh my god dude that's <laughs> insane because i mean michigan avenue on saturday in chicago after the air and water show like and they were actually cruising on michigan on uh, lakeshore drive like yeah oh lakeshore dude was dude. nuts like oh my god i can't believe they were on that i've been i've lived here my whole life i've been on lakeshore drive twice and it wasn't for that long so that dude it's a shit show is what it is just and so it's beautiful. everybody knows yeah just so everybody knows if you were on that ride and you were ripping lakeshore like yo cheers man like that was that was a gnar- that's a gnarly stretch because it's like it's not like streets like cars will get up there and go it's basically like a small expressway mm-hmm. like it's not an expressway the speed limit's like 55 or whatever but like if You're there's doing no 80 traffic cars at, at points. yeah dude yeah. they'll do 60 70 80 so you know to be like and it's a lot of curves man so yeah. i don't know how long they were on but yo man i'm cheered to those guys and everybody that was you know was on that ride yeah, yeah. dude that was and with, like with i said the last hot and ready's ride we only did one stop we went from hollywood beach down to montrose just one exit and that was it and that mm-hmm. was intense so the <laughs> fact that they were on it that's that's crazy and that that makes me happy because like the another great thing about the rally was there was one little accident that I know of, maybe two now yeah. I think about it, but like nobody got hurt, which is always a good thing yeah. for a rally. Like that's always yeah, especially in big cities where like cars can get it doesn't matter what city you're in, people can be assholes. So it's like 
Dude, what, someone just doesn't see the bike come in and boom, you get T-boned. I mean, you know, I mean, we know Galati yeah. had that accident. I mean, I know other people that have had accidents. I mean, it just, you know, yeah. you rear end a car, car rear ends you or car whatever, turn, man. Cuts, cuts you off. It happened to me on Sunday. Anything like, car... over 20 miles an hour sucks if you get hit. So, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I want to ask you, like, what your uh, gold magnum that you got. Uh, dude, that's a, I, I dig that bike. Cause I, I do like, I just dig it. Well, want to tell me the story about that? Oh man. I wish I could be like, yeah, bro. Built it myself. Fucking no, it. dude. I don't and like it. people. No, I, I give some people oh. shit. <laughs> I give some people shit about, uh, not being able to work on the bikes. It's because when they talk, they aren't honest about it. Like, and yeah. I have respect for people like, I don't want to work on it. I don't have time. I you know whatever no i I worked on that bike but i didn't build it like um and this is if you're riding mopeds you're working on a bike you're working (laughs) because they rattle apart yeah which happened at the rally so sin if you're listening i'm so sorry that bike made the black pipes rally no problem i mean that bike is i mean it's a g dude i did not expect with all of the shit that i was doing Honestly, I'll take the I'll take the blame on that one. I probably just didn't type. Tony welded my pipe, and then or Tony Tony had someone weld the pipe, and he powder coated it for me. And I might have been in a hurry, and I didn't tighten the bolts back up. And the the bolts came loose. Their bolts rattled loose on uh on the intake, and the bike the oh. pipe was just dangling. That's my Love fault. I, I I probably I gotta you know I probably just didn't was rushing through shit and shit and happens dude it's mopeds yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like the thing about it is it's like you go to you, anytime you go to a rally you know you kind of have to expect your bike's gonna break because just oh, the law dude, always yeah um i when i first uh when i first started mo- playing mopeds my very that actually that toledo rally i had a backpack full of tools and like <laughs> all this shit i was like yeah if anything happens i'm gonna fix it now i'm like i know i know two things i don't depend on chase ever nope. like i bring a lot all i bring with me is a lock if i break down i'm locking it it happened in kentucky at the kfc rally if i break down I'm locking my bike and i'm ubering mm-hmm. back to the spot i don't depend on chase i'm not waiting around fuck all that i'll go sit at a bar take a drink like it in the beginning it's funny because you know and that's why i was like i i do feel bad because i feel like there that was one thing about the rally and you know someone fucking made a meme about it like oh chase vehicle fuck your fuck your car don't care like bro we had three cars full of people and a full chase like i don't know if there was just like a lot of breakdowns or what man like we i i was dude it happens every rally like you know i mean and i've never seen it you know, and it's just like, hey, there were some people that I don't know who it was. You know, there was maybe like one or two people that got stranded. And uh, I do feel really bad. But also at the same time, I'm like, man, I've been to rallies. I, I know that I'm like, shit happens. It's a rally. Bike breaks, lock it up, come back, get it later. That's what You're I an adult. That, Figure it I, out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, just like anything else, you know, like, think of it as like a, I don't know, zip tie, man, just. You can't yeah. zip tie it or, you know, whatever. Fuck it, bro. Like, Yeah, dude. Come on. I, I, We're adults at this point. Like, yeah, Chase is nice, but, like, you shouldn't, you know, <laughs> you always expect to break down at the farthest point from the home, from base. Like, that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and don't expect Chase to be there in 10 minutes. Like, 
Yeah, dude, when we were in Kentucky at the KFC rally, although some of the, I've had some really fun times in the back of Chase. I also really like finishing the fucking ride and being like, yeah, yeah dude. Up in Chase. But you know, uh, I mean, Jonathan from uh, MCR, he pushed his bike at that rally because he's like, never chase, bro. I ain't throw <laughs> you know what happens when your bike ends up in the chase. And there was at one point, this got brought up at one point, I thought about it and I was like, you know, shout out to Chris Arneson, you know, from Hot oh, Reddies in our club yeah. for doing chase because I'm going to be real honest now that the rally's over and done with. That was the worst, most miserable job to ever do at the rally. And I did not want to do it. And I totally suckered him into doing it. Chris, and I was we love like, you. Chris, dude. Also, his mom passed away recently. Oh, so shit, dude. Thought, I'm sorry, Chris. Yeah. I just thought. Uh, I want to give some love to Chris, man. Yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a dude, man. He really is really is a great great guy and um he's yeah. got I got the family stuff right now. Um but he really is a trooper, man, for going through that and doing the chase. And I called him and I was like, "Hey, man, are you like he 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 likes to do everything technically right, you know? He wanted to strap the bikes up right." I was like, "Are you strapping everybody?" Cuz like, "What's taking so long?" He's <laughs> like, "Well, you know, I'm strapping the butt. I was like, bro, fuck that. Throw them in there, bro. I was like, just huck them in. They know what's up. If they didn't want their bike in chase, they lock it up. Like, yeah, that's don't bring a broken bike in to there. a rally. Yeah, keep it. Yeah. Mo- I mean, and 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 that's the thing too. I think I said this to someone, and I was I made a joke about like, I ah, don't bring no broke bikes to the city, and I think someone got offended because their bike broke down. I was like, dude, I'm just fucking with you guys. Yeah. Like, it's it's just mopeds. I brought a brand new rebuilt bike freshly rebuilt bike to a rally like i'm like oh i'm gonna own this fucking rally and guess what happens 20 minutes in i forgot to put one one screw in the v1 in those plastic fans and it mm-hmm. came it got hot it came loose and it shredded into the magneto and that awesome. was it but fucking yeah, rad fun. dude hell yeah <laughs> hell yeah brand new bike dude it's all banged up and chase i'm like oh my god bro so you know i i didn't mean to like offend anybody i just well, was like people people get a little sensitive about stuff and i'm the guy who's constantly sticking his foot in his mouth but like <laughs> go to a rally and have fun it's not about the mopeds yeah. like i mean you saw how upset i was actually pissed when people started handing me parts and tools friday night i was like god damn it i guess i'm gonna fucking <laughs> ride like dude have fun that's go 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 on a side mission you know whatever yeah Dude, that's what I did in Denver, man. I really wanted to, uh, I really, really wanted to get out to something for Black Black because, um, you know, part of like when I finally was like in with Hot and Ready's and stuff. And I mean, by the, at this point, a lot of the folks had moved away. So I didn't know everybody. And like, I'm like, I only know the people that lived in Chicago or the people that I interacted with. And uh, Black Black is a sister club, you know, Black Black ACR and Hot and Ready's were like the trifecta. I don't know if a lot of people remember that. But that was like the OG trifecta of like the three the three clubs. Mm-hmm. And it was really important to me to go meet some of the black black dudes. But I'm not driving to Colorado, man. Like that ain't <laughs> happening. Like I'm just I'm not driving that long with a trailer with one bike or two bikes. So I flew yeah. there, man. And I had a blast. Like there was only a handful of people that weren't like uh black black at the time when I went. But mm-hmm. uh it was fun. Yeah, like you said, do side missions. I went to go visit some of my other friends that were there, like eventually ended up at the spot like that was cool man yeah and it was uh, nice just to meet meet a bunch of those dudes because they're fucking awesome man yeah uh it's black black's funny because you always hear of black black you always kind of you run into one or two you never run into three at the same time it's funny yeah 
Um, Dude, that could be said about a lot of the old clubs. And, yeah. you know, I mean, as some people call them the old farts or, oh, the the people that, oh, we used to, it was cooler, you know, back then, bro, or whatever, man. I don't know. But, like, the reality is, man, is that, yeah, if we've been doing this for a while, it is really uh really hard to kind of keep keep a club together and like yeah you know i when i was in new orleans a couple years ago right before the pandemic uh i had never met any of the smog squad guys except for the ones that had come out like once or twice to uh chicago for the last hot and ready's rally and they made a joke they that we all went It it was myself elise cowboy we all drove down there and uh chanel was living down there at the time and I was cruising, I, we took bikes and I was fucking ripping around down there. And they were like, I pulled up to the spot and uh, it was Sleevy, Sleevy B. He's like, yo, dude, we thought we saw Hot and Ready's vest cruising down the street. But we we're like, those guys even go out anymore. <laughs> and they were just so excited, man. It was, it was awesome, dude. I was happy that like, you know, just to, to be out there. So yeah, it's cool when people see, you know what I mean? There's a lot of clubs that I didn't see. And I think that's what pushed us to the retirement rally too, is that just like, we don't want to be one of those clubs. Like, at least we got a rally. You know, some of the yep. other clubs just don't even do a rally and they retire or whatever. But yeah, they just implode and you never hear from them again. And it's kind of a bummer. Um, no, dude, you got you got a good point there. And I hope no, I hope something happens in New Orleans this year. That'd be rad. It doesn't um, look like it is, and they do it every year. But this is the first year. It doesn't look like it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, you know, things change, people evolve. And like, I really think the next couple of years is going to be really critical in mopeds, especially in the national scene. You got some new clubs coming up. Like I hope people, you know, some of the old heads remember how much fun it was. Um, and I got into it so late in life. So I'm still, I'm still having fun, dude. Like the shit, like it doesn't, I, dude, I got my bike. I crashed out uh, on Sunday and dude. There's just something about a fat, bad, fast Hobbit or bad, fast, variated bike that still, still gets me. Um, so what, now that you're retired and you got the moped army pension plan, um, (laughs) what, what, what do you think this, this is going to mean for you? Like you and, um, Genesis, your uh, girlfriend, partner, whatever. I never know what to call anybody anymore. So (laughs) that's me being a caveman. Um, you guys did a bang up job. How long has she been Thank around you. mopeds? Uh, as long, almost as long as I have. I mean, we've been dating for a long time. Like, okay. Uh, and she's been into mopeds just as long as almost as long as I have. Uh, actually, wait, that's that's a lie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she, I should say, since I seriously got into mopeds, because she went with me to the KFC to the Kentucky rally. Uh, she was the one riding the snark that I built, and I was like, I'm gonna put you on the most reliable bike. And- <laughs> fucking exploded um, awesome that was her yeah. first rally her first ride um but yeah so two two part because you did ask me about the derby mag um yes. the story with that bike and somehow my add drifted off into something else but Dude. quick i picked up that bike was built by marvin uh black black uh hot and ready's marvin chan his name is actually still on the title it has a title <laughs> um for a 1978 magnum and I bought it from Jerry, uh, one of the one of the Muranos, Jerry mm-hmm. Two Stroke Taco. He, okay. He's a derby guy, and he was going to Spain. They were on their way to to Spain to go hang out with the the derby gang out there. And he's like, I need need I need I don't want to get rid of the spike, but I have to. I'm like, I'll take it. 
that was the most money I ever spent on a non-running moped. Um, I bought it for 900 bucks from him. Um, it had the old, you know, it parked when ran. Yeah, uh, yeah. So then, yeah, I let it sit for like two years. I ha- I've had it for a while. You had to let it, it like season. That's all right, man. You had to let yeah. it season. <laughs> and then um, I just went through and that was my first variated bike. I didn't, my brain didn't understand how variated bikes worked because uh, I was only E50s and V1s to yeah. that point. So I um, went through it and I'm like, I, I, I just don't understand this. Like I kept drill starting it. Uh, I kept using the drill to try and start it. And then, yeah, uh, it had an OG metric kit on there. And it, mm. those they, good luck trying to find one of those. The OG, like, because it's got a Derby flat read variant motor on it. And okay. um, I could not find the kit, so I gave up. And then Dose started making, uh, like, whatever you want to call them, like, they, their aerosol version of the, of the kits. Yep. I can't remember, for like 200 bucks. I bought one, I slapped that bad boy on and that thing started right up. And that has been such a, such a G of a bike. Yeah. Uh, Do those metric kits, metric kit the world, baby. Like you, basically what is a clone Metro. Yep. Dude. I'm such a fan of them. Like you talk to Andy from, uh, Michigan and he does a lot of, um, engineering for treats. Like he's working on just some spacers and stuff like that for like, E50 metric kits, dude. Like fucking awesome. Like, um, yeah, they, they just put out so much power. You throw you throw uh eight pedal reed, dude, got power for days. Um Yeah, that thing is a ripper and it, it like I didn't really have to do much to it. I mean, I just put some new gaskets on it. Uh it's got the HPI on it, it's got mm-hmm. um I mean everything on there. I mean, it's got the knockoff, like the VM card, but the Polini version. Yep. Uh, so it's got this weird Polini carb on it. Um, dude, I run and, that. And you're yeah, talking about my Hobbit setup right now, dude. I run that. <laughs> I run a 19 millimeter uh, CP Polini, dude. And fucking, mm. I, I just, they just work. What can I say? Um, yeah. So now that you're kind of retired, kind of, you're living off that moped army pension. Um, yeah. <laughs> wh- what do you see yourself doing in the next couple of years? Are you going to just still kind of just do how i mean what rail are you planning on doing rallies yet i'm going um, yeah i'm going to toledo this weekend i don't know i kind of feel like i'm a loner in the moped community right now like i am in like you said that purgatory i guess <laughs> uh as much as we you know i'm good friends with a lot of the the worst guys and arturo who actually i i didn't like him that much from all his internet trolling, which Same. I told him this to his face. Same. Uh, Turo and I had some issues. I, the more I hung out with him, he is one of the nicest fucking people you will yep. ever meet. Exactly. Uh, ever. And yeah, he's a troll on the internet. And that was what I was like, dude. I mean, because that was honestly coming into the rally was just trying to fight the fucking troll. I don't I don't know what happened in with with hot and ready's or I don't know what what was going on, but you know, for certain people that like to talk crap on the internet, it definitely was a very easy, like, oh, hot and ready's don't ride, hot and ready's don't do this, hot and ready. It was just the easy, like, nobody else got called out for anything. And I'm like, dude, did a hot and ready, like, what what happened? Did something happen that I missed? Because I was always pretty nice to everybody. And like, Galati and I were going to rallies. And like, we were, you know, bringing other folks from Chicago. And like, you know, we, we didn't, I don't think we, I don't know, like, for whatever reason. So, just trying to get through all that and even get to the rally 
-hmm. was like, hey, man, we're actually going to throw a rally because we were supposed to do the national rally uh, like two years ago. Our retirement rally was supposed to be the national rally. And that did not happen because of COVID. And we talked about that on the last one. Um, But yeah, man, I think all that being said, um, I'm just I mean, I'm in a garage full of bikes. Like I (laughs) am. I wrench every week. I ride kind of on my own time and this kind of goes to what um homie said on the last the syndicates uh podcast was that like people ride in their in their own regards um Mm -hmm. you know will is very much about i think when will reopens the moped shop which it it will happen at some point he's got the licenses and everything i mean anybody that was here in chicago that got to pass by the shop they knew what was up you know like I mean, there's there's a hundred bikes back there. He's got all the parts. He's got everything. Like he's getting ready to get back into it. Um, Dude, that's awesome. This, I was gonna ask you about that. Like, stop. Will Will's a nice guy, and I've never really talked to him. And this is like, so I know his ex girlfriend, and like Nina, like has I was cold, or for some reason I grabbed her hoodie, and he just mm-hmm. walked. Will doesn't know me from Adam. Just walks up, nice hoodie, and I was like. God damn it, dude. Like, I just, <laughs> like, God, like, Nina's just somebody I met, uh, what you would call it, um, at Baker's. I don't know 20. anything about, I don't know anything about that. So I can't, maybe, maybe that. I, maybe I'm sticking my foot in my mouth and I'm thinking of the wrong people. So we'll just, it's edit very, it. It, did you, Will was there on Friday. Did you yep. see Will? Like, yeah. Yeah. Cause I had, yeah, yeah. And like, didn't he rent a Corvette for the weekend or something like no, that? No, 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 no. That's Wes. That was Wes. Wes. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, dude, that was awesome. I love this. <laughs> just this Corvette. Yeah, dude. I mean, Wes, Wes helped me, you know, work. He threw my first kit on my first bike, him and Daniel. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's that's another thing, too. I wasn't trying to make this rally. I mean, I got a lot of love for the rally, and I'm not saying I didn't put in work for the rally. Uh, but, you know, a, a, a lot of other people did stuff too you know like yeah. i said chris arneson my girlfriend did genesis did all the artwork for everything you know i mean it, it, this came up in a couple other podcasts too printing shirts sucks bro yep. <laughs> like trying to do shirts sucks uh you know trying to plan out chase vehicles sucks you know daniel and his wife um so this kind of ties into where i'm going with with this but like yeah everybody andy was from boston andy andy hunt he, I think you mentioned him in the last one, but you couldn't, you didn't remember his name. Yeah. I think Andy uh, yeah, got me sick. One... I'm blaming you, Andy. <laughs> he, That's uh, why I yeah, snored in, in your Boston. Airbnb. <laughs> <laughs> and then like Mike Beery lives in KC. Um, you know, Slingy lives in, in Austin, but he's talking about coming back up. Um, you know, Elise is very much into motorcycles now, but she still rides a ton. I mean, dude, half of the bikes in this garage are hers. You know, and she has another storage unit full of mopeds, all V1s that she just, you know, I mean. At least we're going to have to talk. I I need a V1. (laughs) She's got a bunch, man. I mean, she's got safaris for days and like, you know, other bikes. I mean, dude, I think for me personally, I'm still going, you know, I'm still going to go do whatever, go ride. I mean, after this rally, Daniel and his wife, we were talking the other day about possibly starting another club, Um, you know, just like we had even spoken about this post post hot and ready's when we were figuring if we should like retire or keep things going or whatever. And like, I, they were talking about starting another club. The, the rally re like reinvigorated some people to remember what it was like, mm-hmm. yeah, man, like it used to be this one. And there's a lot of cool people. I mean, some people get jaded and they're just like, mm-hmm. 
ah, oh, man, I'm not cool anymore, or this isn't cool anymore, or, this is over, like, whatever. And for those reasons, they're out of it. But that doesn't mean that there's not other people that are, like, willing to come in. Like, dude, I never heard of uh, Safety Second or Syndicates or, like, you know, I... Syndicates and, that and the hot, new, new hotness, dude. Like, they're fucking terrible. They're the... They're the ones holding it down in Denver right now, and like I yeah. think I got I think I got one of the black black guys kind or no, Chris Hot and Ready who lives in uh, Milwaukee or the Wisconsin. He oh, actually Chris Gandolfo. Yeah, yeah, dude, I like Chris, and like I think I yeah. might have got him upset because he's like talking about how active black black is in Denver. I'm like, no, they're not, dude. Like, and just you know, people things change. It's not bad. I'm not trying no, dude, to be like a kid. A kid will. I mean, dude, that a kid for me is what got me out of mopeds for a little bit. Well, mm-hmm. now he's like, Dad, I want the blue one. I was like, That's yours, bro. As soon as you're old enough to ride, Hell it's yeah, yours. Dude. You know, dude, that's and Will that's too. the Will next generation, dude. That's the next yeah. generation. I think, like, you know, people are gonna start having kids, and they're not gonna get rid of bikes, and then the kids are getting into it, like. At least no, that's dude, whole... Roberto from Petty Cash, we still hang out all the time, man. I mean, he, uh, he had a barbecue this weekend and stuff, and it's like, oh, yeah. yo, he's got a garage full of bikes, you know, like really, really, really nice bikes. I mean, it'd be it'd be cool. There's a lot of these dudes that are, you know, OGs that are still holding on to really, like really awesome bikes, you know. Yeah. And, I know, um, I know, a garage in Bloomington, Minnesota. I've never <laughs> seen this. Guy, I've never seen this guy ride a moped ever. He's got oh, like okay. 20, 20 bikes. Too. He's got 20 bikes in there, at least I've been told. It's like he rode for a bit, and I don't know what I don't know what the guy's deal is, but like, yeah, he's got like 20 bikes in his garage. Oh no, dude! Like I fucking wish I, I I'm on a 10 or under limit. That's kind of what I'm making myself at least, it, and I can get creative how I count the bikes too. So, um, yeah. so dude, that's awesome. You're gonna be at the zeros this weekend. Um, yeah, yeah, we're going. Myself and Genesis are going. I'm actually at the garage right now, trying to figure out which bike I'm going to take. Yeah. Um, I'm just like, I so I was thinking about taking my laser, and I'm like, that ain't happening because uh, the timing is off on it, and I don't know that that bike would make a rally. Uh, but yeah, I've, I mean, I'm still going. I'm still going out. I was thinking about going to Mopit. Uh, basically, the way I look at it is, if I got to fly, like, can I? get a loner or like like because uh homie from the mosquito fleet was like yo if you ever want to come out to seattle i'm like dude i would love to go to seattle go to the rally i can't stress it enough alex get a hold of me i got i got some case i i feel bad i feel bad and i'll talk about it i may have (laughs) crashed a loner (laughs) so i've crashed in multiple states people but that's nor here nor there um i got cases for you because he's got because that anyways again breaking down yeah, rally. eight hours eight hours is like my my limit man so like where i could really be driving and stuff but i absolutely will i plan on getting to a richmond rally at some point if because, they have like, a rally a, they gotta have something that's in the not in spring. richmond yeah dude like they because there's like smog squad and uh black black both have clubs yep. in richmond then there's like old rebel rousers over there like yep. there's a lot of clubs in richmond i really want to get over there and um you know same thing but if it's under 10 hours i'll consider it so i'm thinking about going to mosquito fleet the only mm-hmm. or oh, sorry i'm thinking about going to mopit the only problem is that that falls on like riot fest weekend here Ooh. um you're so, in the service uh, industry well, dude still so yeah. like no, and I'll I'll throw this out. Like, if people want a riders rally, 
uh, the casseroleers in a couple weeks. And I know we talked, yeah, dad duty, dude, total respect yeah. about that. If I but, could make both of them work between zeros and casseroleers, like I yeah. would go. Because I've only run into like one or two casseroleers in the whole time. I ran into one in Milwaukee and then pretty sure there was somebody here for our rally. I well, they, one of their prospects was there, uh, Jake yeah. Fulton. And he only made the Friday night ride because – I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, that was there. I know a lot of them are pl- rally planning right now, so like they're busy, and you know how that goes. So um, yeah, I I'll say this: I did the Friday night ride already with Jake Kane, dude. Like he kind of he drew some inspiration from the Mosquito Fleet. He's like, dude, it's gonna be a long. It's a forty mile Friday night ride. And I think it's going to be ended up a hundred mile Saturday ride. I'm like, I'm clapping my hands. I'm like, dude, let's go fucking break some bikes, baby. Like, fucking <laughs> awesome. like it's endlier, dude. Let's go fucking break some bikes. That's great. Yeah. That's what it's <laughs> going to be, man. I mean, I don't know. Bikes, they could break for, they could seize. They could, yeah. it could be the dumbest shit that happens to them. Like you said, it's like either going to run or it won't. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, like I was out riding. So I got out and rode with this Steve. He's a casseroler. Uh, we went riding someday this weekend. And then I went out with this uh, Levi kid, who's real, really nice guy. And Levi lives way on the west part of the metro. I live on the east part of the metro. We kind of did a meet in the middle, rode around for about 20 minutes, and kind of split off. I broke, a, I broke a damn clutch spring on my way home. And... I've done that more than once. Break like I break clutch springs like once a year on a Hobbit, and the real trick is I was breaking a lot of laws because I did not want to stop, just because it's a pain in the ass. So I was cutting fucking all around the side streets just to make sure I wasn't hitting stoplights. Um, <laughs> dude, yeah. So I'm actually might have to wait. I'm probably gonna be coming through Chicago sometime late Thursday night. Um, on my way to the zeros rally because I got Friday off. I only got to work three days this week, but I already put in 14 hours a day, which is awesome. Um, so when um, when do you guys think you're going to be in Toledo? Early Friday or late Friday? So I have something that's holding me up, which is that my wiring harness, my battery was – I have a new car, which is weird, that my battery had kicked already, but it fried my wiring harness for the lights. So I have to make an appointment to get my lights uh, redone on, so I can get a hitch. Um, so I probably I'd like to leave really early on Friday. Like yeah. I'd like to load up bikes and be out the city by like noon because it's a four hour drive from us. Mm-hmm. So like that means I'll be rolling in around five because like uh, I mean another reason like Wendy and uh, she's one of the no nos. Yeah. Uh, it's her birthday that weekend and she's like, I can't make the whole rally, but I'll be there Friday. I was like, I will be there Friday. Love so, Wendy. Wendy, we love dude, you. Such a nice, such an, yeah. I made them stay an extra day after the rally. I was like, I did not get to hang out with anybody. I did not get to do anything. <laughs> I was like, you guys, she's like, but our air, I was like, you're staying at my place. No questions asked. I would, I would be offended if you all left and oh, her and Juwan were like, Ah, uh, he just said he'd be offended if we left, and they stayed another day. Was, dude, dude Duan's so such awesome. a character. Like, dude, he's, I love I, that. I first met him. I first met him at the Black Pipes rally, and he's one of my favorite people. And he's like into mopeds, but not really. But he knows the scene. But he's just <laughs> yeah. like, I've never, I've never seen him I've ride, never dude. Met but him when I was in Michigan, 
no, yeah. but but like no, said, and that's it's, a, it's about friendship, man. Exactly. Like he shows up, and he's just a character, and like, dude, yeah, he's fucking rad as hell, dude. Love that guy. Um, yeah, I. When we get off the show, I might <laughs> have to have. Shit, I'm not bringing a trailer. I was gonna see have you scout out some mission, some things for me to bring to the zeros because Mars and I have plans. Um, that's okay. <laughs> well, but, I'm gonna have a trailer, and it looks like. Well, we were supposed to be um, myself, Tony Cruz, and Genesis, and Chris Arneson was gonna roll, but Chris, unfortunately, his mom, you know, had passed away. Yeah, dude, that so sucks. Um, and then Tony is having some problems with his family too, and he's going oh. up to Puerto Rico uh, to go visit his his parents and stuff. So he doesn't know if he's gonna be able to make it. But I mean, there, dude, there's a, there's a couple other new kids. Like, I mean, like I said, I, I, I do feel a little bit like, a, like I'm a loner. Uh, I'm trying to see, like I hit up Arturo and he's like, Oh yeah, we're going. I was like, all right, sick. Um, yeah. I got to bring a frame. Then. Speaking of like Arturo, <laughs> like me and him rough issues. Yeah. And then usually if something bad happens, I try to make something good come out of it. Like everything, all the mm-hmm. drama you were talking about, the trolls, like I reached out to Arturo. I'm like, you know what? let's let all our bullshit just be in the past and just move forward. And like, yeah. Oh, you mean be the bigger person and realize that it was no big deal. (laughs) Well, and like he goes, exactly. So I don't know if I was the bigger person or if he was a bigger person or whatever, but like, dude, yeah, I'm bringing him a freaking free spirit frame. So like, yeah, honestly, the internet fucks things up because you don't get to take like tone. People don't hear tone. gotta talk to people dude you just gotta talk to people in real life i mean it goes I, both ways too. i right? suck like, at the internet and i'll be the first one to admit it like i just can't engage like if i don't engage no, i'm other, good there's other people that do shit for attention you know mm-hmm. they like do shit for like cheap jokes or whatever but they're so nice in, in your face you know and it's like that's why i was like okay like people are offering to help out with the moped rally and be like yo i'll drive chase i'll pick people up i'll do this what do you guys need and then the first time the chance they get, it's like, yo, let me throw some shade and like crack a cheap meme at like, and say that the rally wasn't perfect. Like, yeah, no shit. It wasn't perfect. <laughs> like as a dude, it was a retirement rally. Like, that, yeah. oh, there were no hot and readies at the rally. It's like, bro, there was fucking 20 of them. Yeah. Oh, they didn't ride. Like, well then what? I mean, it was a retirement rally. Like mm-hmm. it, it, were, it honestly for everybody. I mean, and even a lot of the hot and readies that I hadn't even met, they were just like, yo, dude, this was so awesome that we got to get everybody together. Because, like, I've seen them when they've come in town little by little. But, like, dude, I never got to experience the, like, the hey, hey day of, like, yo, when the club was showing up, like, 20 deep to a rally, you know. But, you know, the fucking internet, man. And it just, it makes people, like, things can get taken out of context or they could, you know, whatever, use it for their own, you know, just get some clout, I guess. Be clout chasing, so... But either way, when you talk to somebody in person, like, whatever. That's all that matters. Like I said, mm-hmm. I, I had something similar with Arturo, and he's one of the nicest people, dude. Yeah, so love, nice. love the guy. Love the guy. Yeah, you know, just can't take shit so serious. And, <laughs> you know, and I'm, I'm bad at retaliating back, so I just can't. <laughs> like, Well, when um, you're trying to get people to come to a rally and someone's trying to make it seem like a joke, it's like, yo, why do I – like? The fact that we had people come from Seattle, uh, Nebraska that were driving, you know, Boston, 15 yeah. plus hours, Boston, 
like why the fuck would they want to come if they think it's going to be a joke you know yeah. like you like no this is going to be tight like it's going to be worth it and i feel like everybody was really everybody happy. had a good time dude like it was yeah. rad like it was yo it couldn't it, it wasn't perfect hey we fucked up with chase and you know dude, i mean man. there was other things I, I made a lot of mistakes and i realized no. them. i you, tried I to know, tell what, everybody what fucked about up with the chase? rally pack dude what fucked uh, up with chase like i well, still don't know said, okay so here's one thing is that we had said i put everything on facebook every detail was there People I don't, don't know read, people okay? Didn't people don't click read. over and see that, oh, all the details are literally right there. And Elise had said this. She's like, people are going to ask you the same questions over and over again. Mm-hmm. Just don't get upset by it. So I tried not to. And I'm like, yo, for the, it, it was like some of the questions were the same. It's like, no, there's not going to be a camping rally. Or like, at, and what was really happened is the way we, you guys had mentioned this in the last podcast about like picking the spot is like, we did not have that spot initially we were really struggling for a spot and we were like trying to lock something down and then it was getting closer and closer to the wire and we're like fuck we got to make a decision if we had had the spot that we had for the rally which is the brewery they would have let us have it there the whole weekend and we wouldn't have had to have to go to bourbon on division i'm glad we did do bourbon on division it was awesome because we had karaoke and stuff but you know that wasn't that wasn't the plan originally. We were supposed to have another spot, and these guys just completely ghosted us. And oh. we were like, "What? The fuck? Yeah." But you know, I mean, uh, that being said, as far as like just details and stuff, I mean, they were. I felt like there was stuff that could have been communicated better. I tried to let everybody know, like, "Hey, in the rally packs, you guys have a bracelet that gets you free booze, that gets you free food, and like, you know." And he, what he had said in, um, he's like. We showed back up after the spot, after the tea house, and I was trying to keep everybody happy. So the tea house guy is actually friends with Tony. Tony goes there to get coffee and boba tea all the time because mm-hmm. it's down the street from his shop. And he's like, dude, my guy, I saw it. I mean, dude, Tony, I respect and love Tony so much. I mean, he, anything that I could do for Tony, of course. He's yeah. like, dude, do me a favor, bring the rally by. I was like, okay, it's a little out of the way, but we'll make it happen. So we stopped there. And then that was when the guys were saying like, oh, yeah, this is it. It's done. No, the plan was to come back to the brewery. We bought 60 fucking pizzas for everybody. (laughs) Like, that was the whole plan, you know? I mean, it's just hard to keep track of some of those little details. Dude, it's hurting cats. Oh, I think... (laughs) It's hurting cats, dude. I really think you guys did a great job. Like, especially, like, the... Thank you. The few amount of people who are actually not contributing, but, like, the people, like, the wranglers of it. Yeah, dude, it's stressful. Dude, Daniel and his wife helped so much. Uh, yes. You know, Tony did so much work with the raffle bike. Yeah. Um, Will everybody, uh, dude? Everybody did something, and even the guys that didn't do something, they did because they built the fucking club for us to have a rally. Yep. You know, like if they had not did what they did, you know, 13 years ago, to you know be an impact in the scene, and like you know, then we wouldn't even have a club to have a rally. So mm-hmm. you know, and we tried to, and we had almost you know, 20 people there. I mean, the artist, Sam, who does all of our graphics was there. I mean, some of the black, black guys like got up on stage with us, um, you know, and, and then just a lot of the OGs too, people that had retired. Like if you go on MA and you look at retired, there's like a good amount of, of folks that were there that were there at the event, you know? Yeah. So we, it was for those, for those folks too, they were just so stoked to be like, be around as many of the OGs. There was like, a couple that couldn't make it but for the most part you know between the new folks the ogs and then everybody that was there in between it was you know we 
got a got a good group of people out. So, and I'm glad everyone had a good time for the most part. Yeah, uh, it was funny. I forget her name. Um, I think she lives in Indiana. Kelly, Kelly maybe? Yeah, she's Kelly. cool as zeros rally. And like, yeah, she is. To, it's Chicago's changing. There's a lot of e-bikes, man. There's a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, I saw a ride that was all e-bikes, scooters, and those one-wheel things. Like. I don't know. They're like weird unicycles. Yeah, yeah. Like... you should ask Nick from the syndicates about those. He broke his <laughs> wrist on one. Fucking idiot. Dude, I mean, I love you, Nick. Love fly. you, Nick. Yeah. Those things oh, dude. Lie, man. Well, like, but you can't I'm... hear them coming. That's the thing. Is that yeah, if something's going up. 60 miles an hour and you can't hear it, that's a problem, bro. Yep. And then you get T-boned and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yep. <laughs> I saw an Onyx on the kick, like one of the first Onyx out. Like it was during the Kickstarter. And one, <clears throat> dude, I saw that. I'm like, fuck that. Like, dude, I can't. It just messes me up. There's no noise. I mean, now I've gotten a little better about it. Like, yeah, yeah, I've ridden an e-bike here or there. They're fucking rad. But like, you know, I just get, it's the noise that still messes me up. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Ah. Everybody. Yeah. Um, dude, <laughs> thanks for so much for coming on. Um, Dude, I'm thank glad you, you got... for having me, man. Oh, dude, I've always enjoyed our time together. Um, you guys did a bang up job on the rally. You guys held it together. Okay. Um, I loved it. Bourbon on division. Uh, what was it like after midnight? Because everybody cleared out because of the fear of tow. That and uh, you were. I listened to the other podcast, and you were talking about everybody ended up. So that bar that you're talking about with the ham sign. It's called yeah. Archie's yeah. on I-1 Rockwell. And yeah, everybody, and because I was wondering where everybody was. Dude, it was a good time, man. I mean, so what inspired the karaoke was that the last time we were in Kalamazoo at the Decons, the, the riding for Deej thing, um, my girlfriend and Lizzie, I mean, dude, I fucking love Lizzie. She's one of the love homies. Love Lizzie. Um, yes. She is one of my favorite people and they love doing karaoke. And we went to like, the backwoods it was myself um oh my god it's gonna blow my mind that i can't remember his name right now uh he's from um one of the spicy boys uh mikey um, provolone no 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 it's not him it's a younger kid um Is damn it, it i feel so bad. no he had a patch because we wound up at some hole in the wall fucking bar in Wood, Be- kent uh there's only like three or four spicy boys left so like yeah, I'll have to look it up, but oh my god, he's friends with he's friends with Mike Beery because okay. when I saw him and he saw me, he was like, Yo, you're hot and ready. I was like, Yeah. He's like, dude, Mike Beery is my homie. I was like, No shit, fucking Mike Beery. They live in KC together. Um nice. oh my god, it's gonna I've had a couple beers too, so I'm sorry that I, uh, uh, I'll, I can't I'll remember forgive, his name. But I'll, I'll forgive you this time. <laughs> but um it, we it, they wanted to do karaoke, so me, him and Lizzie and my girlfriend end up at some backwoods fucking bar in michigan and Cal- outside of kalamazoo and there's Isn't like three every bar legit... kind of backwoods in michigan well dude this one had like three <laughs> legit motorcycle clubs and they saw our cuts and i had like my hot and ready's cut and he had his like uh um, he had his spicy boys one and they were eyeballing the shit out of us and it was one of them i'll not forget some i think it was called iron curtains or something some leather cuts like yeah. three old dudes i mean they straight up looked like it was from sons of anarchy and <laughs> but we went there to do karaoke yeah. and you know what's funny dude 
it's just like you like we had spoken about earlier i just went up to him chopped it up i was like hey man buy you guys a beer and they were like where are you guys from and i was like chicago and as soon as you say chicago they don't know in what capacity that you are yeah. i was like yeah i'm in a club out of chicago and then i was just like yeah you know it's like all vintage bikes like two-stroke stuff like all vintage and they were just like oh cool that's really yeah. cool man i was like yeah man i know how to work on my bikes and blah 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 and they were like we we're in town because a friend died like we really laid it on thick man we're yeah like, oh, a friend died they're like this dude's from uh this dude's from uh kc you know and they were like that's really cool that you guys are from out of here spend yeah. two dollars on a budweiser to buy them and they were just <laughs> yeah. like the nicest guys and then there was some <laughs> other like this other black dude was in another motorcycle club and he comes up to me and he's like hey you're from chicago i was like yeah he's like oh what's up dude i'm from chicago too i was like oh <laughs> nice. shit. I was like, this is awesome and it'd been really fun but they had so much fun doing karaoke that we're like fuck this let's not make this go because every moped rally that ends at a bar just kind of ends up at like kind of the same old thing so i was like yeah. yo let's do karaoke and dude that was the highlight of the night for me was to see so many people from like the clark bros from um jason from here in chicago uh just everybody tom who's one of if you know hot and ready's tom's the og yep tom doing karaoke like that was fun for me man so that really i wish i wish more people that didn't go to archie's would have stayed there but there was a good amount of people that stayed there i yeah. mean derek was there derek from black pipes and yep. uh and derek showed uh, and i should have reached out to you dude because like the big thing was like it was the fear of toe like that's why mm -hmm. we like i mars and i i was sober cab so like i'm like dude yeah mars kept telling me midnight dude we're not getting towed we're not getting towed we gotta leave at midnight i'm like okay and that, at 11 55 i'm like bus is leaving and we gathered everybody yeah. up and no people dude, and that's people all filtered to archie's chicago stuff so yeah and like apparently that was like cowboy and rosanna's uh old bar yeah like that's so, an awesome bar it's a yeah. good neighborhood dive yeah it's it's hometown bar dude like mars and i i think friday night walked in there and i'm like we'll come back saturday and like dude this can be a fucking good hometown bar and like it's again it was just good fun shenanigans like i kept showing the um door person my forklift mm -hmm. certification <laughs> i'm like don't worry they're with me a forklift certified <laughs> she got a little annoyed with that but you know that's, whatever dude that's awesome yeah yeah oh don't worry i'll be breaking out the forklift certification this weekend too <laughs> yeah man uh, and also uh, speaking of just like the events and stuff and the way things went down that weekend because so for sunday i again i was looking at my notes because i'm a nerd and i want to make sure i touch on some stuff mm -hmm. but um from the syndicates we had said to go to enjoy but i posted the address to 2200 north milwaukee and that was not the spot that he was going to he was going to the other they have two locations he oh, was no. going to the one across the street from the bar on sunday because originally that was the plan but also i want to say thanks to mark mendoza because some people seem to think that it was like oh mark mendoza had a barbecue it's like no dude if you look at the details from the rally it says either enjoy or mark mendoza's will kind of let you know and mark hosted everybody you know that was still yeah. around on sunday and you know we we bought a bunch of stuff for the coolers we bought food to grill and yeah man there was a bunch of people hanging out on sunday that were still around i know the syndicates guys came by and then mm -hmm. you know it's kind of the last last hurrah for all the hot and ready's that were still in town before everybody had to fly out but that was technically part of the rally it wasn't like a side mission barbecue like mark had offered to host 
but again, man, I was the one in contact. I was the main point of contact for everything. So I couldn't, you know, I was trying to sort all the details and I was like, yeah, yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. And, um, I really was paying attention to the group me. I had even said at one point, I was like, Hey guys, on Saturday, keep the group me clear so we can know who needs to get like picked up and stuff. Um, but yeah, I try. I tried to keep it as open as, as Dude, possible. Dude, there's but... so many balls you're juggling. Again, <laughs> I think you guys did a really good job. Um, I've been, Thank to, you. yeah. You guys did your best to host everybody and make sure everybody was having a fun time. Um, yeah, I I think you're. It's it's come across like you're being hard on yourself about letting people down. You didn't. Like I'll say that you did. Um, <laughs> Thank it was, you. It was a, no, it was a good, good time. Man. Yeah. No, dude, I can't wait. I'm gonna come back next summer because I've been told the Los Moranos is gonna be throwing a rally. Um, so yeah, dude, I'm excited for that. Like, I'm gonna actually maybe hit the Batman tunnels. Um, <laughs> no, dude, I'll see you this weekend. It's gonna be a zero's gonna be a fun time. Like, and you know, dude, anybody. They... Can... I will say this about the zeros, man. I. I think that they do it the most proper. I was, so I was listening to your other podcast with Andy while I was wrenching today and um, they like, shit, I'm going to buy a house in Toledo, bro. Like, dude, for, I'm, what, dude, like, I was <laughs> ready to fucking move this spring and it's still not out of the fucking realm of possibilities. Like cheap, cheap dude for their old, their old spot. And what they have now at their new spot, like they do it proper, man. They remind, they're, they're the, the first Ninja Turtles movie, the Foot Clan headquarters, you know, like yeah. they got the, they got the spot. They like, and that is such a key element to mopeds and mm-hmm. doing a rally is having a spot that, I mean, the castle, that's what the castle was to Chicago. You know, like if you're able to have a spot where people, I mean, and then post castle, there was the moped shop where you, if you have a spot where people can like congregate and hang out, that's kind of a home base, you know, I mean, and, and the zeros have it unlocked, man. They really do. To experience like a most like technically proper moped rally, like those dudes have it unlocked, man. Yeah. So I will very much be like having a good time there because they have like their whole shop and like you know they have everything just just set up right. They know how to do it. So mm-hmm. and no, it's great because like I was some of the dings you were hearing was Alexis from uh, Alexis in Reno. Um, I'm staying at their place. I think there's a few other people staying at their place. Like. I, I kind of there was one other person who was gonna stay at their house, but they're not staying there now. I'm like, you gotta give me the game room because I know I, when I'm tired, dude, I snore terribly bad. Just put me in a room by myself. Everybody will be happier. I won't walk in on you guys. I promise. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're uh, trying to figure out where we're gonna stay. We haven't figured it out yet. I uh, the last time I went, we car camped. Will used to have a uh, Ram van, so we just slept in the Ram van. Um, but this time, I don't know. We'll figure out what we're gonna do. I'm gonna run it by the uh, run it by the old lady and see if she is cool with car camping or she, you know, she likes yeah. having us Air- Airbnb to shower and stuff. But I don't know. We'll see. Dude, there's enough zeros that live in town. I'm, let me. I'm sure. I'm sure there's a house to stay at. That's all I'm gonna say. I know Andy. But dude, Andy and his <laughs> rules. He wants everybody staying there. Like. It you know it'll all work out, dude. When we went to the Black Pipes rally, I mean, what's funny because we're from Chicago and shit's stupid expensive. Uh, when we went to the Black Pipes rally, we got like basically a downtown 
like right across from the stadium of like the national or that's their team now i think it's the nationals yeah and it was like nothing it cost nothing for like the whole night you know and there's oh, like yeah. we had this three bedroom penthouse for like at nothing it's on airbnb yeah uh so like oh we'll see what we can get in ohio who knows well dude and that's you know i live it's not as bad in minneapolis and st paul but like I'll go out every once in a while. I'll be a nice guy, buy some beers, whatever. I went down to my 20-year class reunion, and there was only, like, <clears throat> I graduated with class of 45, and there was only, like, 10, 15 of us go. We went oh, to. Oh, shit. I thought you meant the class of 1945. No like, shit, oh. dude. 45 <laughs> kids total for my graduating uh, class. Yeah, okay. And then like, some of us ended up at the VFW. I uh, bought everybody a beer around. Everybody got what they want. It was, like, 35 bucks. It was stupid. I'm just like, okay, guys, I'm out. Like, it was beautiful. Yeah, it's great going to small towns where prices are cheap. And, yeah. But, dude, again, I'm tired. It's going to be great to see you in a few days. Uh, I might hit you up on my way through Chicago and get some food. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Yeah, don't know let me I'm... know, man. I don't know if I'm, I'm staying in uh... Chicago uh, Thursday night or not, I might drive through. I might stop in somebody to stay. Who knows? We'll see what happens. Um, I definitely got to drop you, off that frame. Are you going to have your car with just the, uh, the one bike on the back? Yeah. Okay. I mean, if you need a place to crash, let me know. Yeah. I live. And if you need, if you don't city. dude, if you don't, uh, get your wiring shit figured out, we can throw you by the U-Haul. I've got a pass. We can throw it on my fucking Outback. So like, just so I want to see you get there. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh no, dude, I'll be there regardless. I just I'm looking in my garage and be like, all right, which bike am I gonna take? Like, I have a running bike. So I this was supposed to be a loner for the um, this was supposed to be a loner for the rally. It's a yeah. maxi that I sort of I got on a deal, but it's got the like the big thin aerosol that looks like tequila. But yep. I rebuilt it completely. Rebuilt it. But now it's dumping gas out of the petcock, and I think the clutch, it's got a jammer clutch in it. I hate riding bikes or getting bikes that I didn't build because I don't know what the hell happened to them. So <laughs> yeah. I gave it the old, you know, I gave it the whole once over, and now the, it's, like, really struggling to pull out of, like, it's, like, Wah! like, super high RPMs, ah. like, to, like, try and pull off the line. But it also has one of those, like, side bleed astoral pipes that are, like, I think they're kind of garbage. And when I took it off, it was like dumping. There was so much gas in it. Oh, so no. I'm either going to ride that or I'm looking at my snark right now that Tony just gave me a fresh Polini kit for. So I'm either going to throw the uh, the Polini kit on it and then ride this bike. Or I really want to, you might be able to see it, but this MBX that we brought back from, uh, this came back from Eric in Mono. Uh, when we were in New Orleans, but the intake is like an old Melosi intake that snapped off. Okay. And I don't know. I mean, it's a shifty bike. It's a 50 shifty. Dude, uh, right. It's a Honda MBX. But I kind of want to do that. Arturo gave me an intake and then uh, I might fix that up. So I don't know. We'll see what I end up riding. But either way, dude, I will be there for sure. Good, good, good. Um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be great. Everybody make it up to the Zero's Rally. If you can't make it to the Zero's Rally, I highly recommend make it to the Minnesota Rally. That will be a fun one. Um, again, everybody, thanks for checking out Second Chance Moped Podcast. I appreciate every listen, like, listen, and subscribe. Manny, we'll talk to you later. And don't forget, mopeds are dumb.
Sure are. Later.